All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're doing great on this day. I don't normally record on a Saturday, but I've had to get this video out today because there's just so much going on this week. There was just too much to cover in all my videos. So I had to record this extra video. Now, I wanna talk specifically about the concerns I have with the UK, USA, a lot of European nations and the relationships between Russia and China and our nations. And really what I'm seeing is a lot of antagonizing at the moment. So I'm seeing this mainly from one person who I keep mentioning, this lady, Liz Truss in the UK, politician, deliberately causing a lot of problems at the moment. I'm gonna show you some of the articles and what she's saying. And I've mentioned this, this politician before, and it's funny because I saw a debate maybe about a year ago now, a little bit longer. And it was about debating why a woman should be a defense secretary and things like this, because men are too aggressive and they cause wars and things. Well, wait until you see some of these articles and see what this lady, Liz, is doing and saying and the rhetoric and, and just how angry she is making Russia and China towards the United Kingdom. But it's not just the United Kingdom, some of the other nations as well. Uh, again, this is all escalating now, and this is why Russia is threatening to start dropping bombs or whatever they are saying specifically on the UK, on military facilities in the UK. But let's go to the shared screen. Let's look at some of these articles because I think they are quite disturbing. So here she is then, Liz Truss. I mean, who takes a photo like that and, you know, puts their chin up like this? I mean, who does that anyway? Someone with a very sort of hubris about them, a very uh, high level of, I mean, overly self-confidence, I would say. But this is, I'm not gonna go through this article because I wanna focus a lot on this one. Why the West should supply or provide warplanes, says Liz Truss. So she is the foreign secretary and she's saying that the West must be prepared, I don't like that word, must for a start, for the long haul and double down on our support. What do you think she means by double down? Does she mean double down on support? No, she means go to war basically. Supply heavy armaments such as aeroplanes and tanks. So she's talking about fighter jets and all sorts of other things if you look into some of the language more specifically. And she's saying the West cannot be complacent. I think she's the one being complacent, not the current policies. So this is what she wants to send. Heavy weapons, tanks, aeroplanes, digging deep into our inventories, ramping up production. We need to do all of this. She also wants to boost UK defense spending. This speech comes just days after Polish prime minister confirmed the country had sent tanks to Ukraine. Germany has also pledged to send about 50 anti-aircraft tanks. Well, look what's just happened to Poland and Bulgaria. They have had their gas supplies cut off by Russia now. So there's always consequences. And the other thing I find pretty shocking, well, I'm not shocked and neither are you probably, is that there's never any money for schools. If you've got kids, you know this, or grandkids, there's never any money for schools. It's cut, 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 cut the funding all the time. No money for healthcare. What about veterans? Veterans who have served their country out on the streets. You know, there's more homeless veterans in the United Kingdom than any other type of person. What happens to those people? Where's the support for those people? What about the people who are on these waiting lists for long periods of time? And then we have 
illegal, okay, I'm going to use the word, not just normal asylum seekers and, and other people, because that's a different category. An asylum seeker is different from an illegal immigrant, okay? So we have these illegal immigrants coming in and going into housing when you have veterans who can't get into that housing. You know, it's a broken system now. And she wants to increase the budget for the military. Now, if you increase the, the budget for the military, what do you think that means for other areas? There isn't just an unlimited pot of money. It means other sectors are going to have to reduce. Let's go on to the next article then. And I just want to bring your attention back to this, which I covered a while back. I think it was February now. This is the lady who wanted British men, especially with military experience, to go over and fight for Ukraine against Russia. And now what are we seeing? We're seeing British military veterans being killed in Ukraine. So there's a couple of stories around this now. This is breaking news, actually. It just came out 10 minutes ago. Two British volunteers have been captured by Russian forces. Now, you should look at the word volunteers very, very loosely here because, and again, there's you know different stories from both sides. No one really knows what the truth is, but the Western media is saying they were volunteers trying to you know help out and working for an NGO. The Russian side are saying that these men had rifles and that they were soldiers trying to cross the border. So honestly, who knows what the truth is these days? You have propaganda from both sides. But this has been Russia's response to the UK uh, threatening attacks on their uh, British targets now. Here we go. Russia threatens to strike military targets in Britain, so on UK soil, over supplying weapons to Ukraine. But again, there's a lot more to this than meets the eye. And it's not just about supplying the weapons, but it's also about supply. You, you've got to understand, the British military is very, very good at what they do. They've been fighting in wars going back a long time now. They have excellent special forces units as well, who are uh, experts at sabotage and blowing things up and the like. So I'm not going to say too much, but I think there's a lot more to this than meets the eye. I don't think it's just the supplying of weapons. I think it's the supplying of expertise and helping Ukraine to attack Russian targets. Now, I don't want people to start saying Putin lover, Putin lover, like they always do on this video. I'm just giving you the facts. I don't take sides in this. And people that say, well, you should take sides because you are British. You should take sides. You see, I take sides with what the honorable thing is. And for me, the honorable thing is to have peace and prosperity and good sort of relationships. It isn't to just go to war for the sake of going to war. It isn't for certain politicians who receive income, shall we say, or funding from defense contractors to read off a script what we should be doing. And I'll let you read into that and do your research on that. Because these people don't care. You need to understand this. They don't care if your children, your sons, your daughters, your grandchildren, your brothers, your sister, whoever, they don't care if they go to war and get killed. It doesn't affect them. Their children won't be going, trust me. Their children will not be on the front lines. They stand to gain a lot of profit from war, as do all these defense contractors. So when you see politicians being in favor of, okay, let's send troops on the ground, Western troops on the ground into Russia and into Ukraine and let's fight and all this, there's usually an ulterior motive because only a moron would want us to go into a full-blown war with Russia. It's ridiculous. 
Because what would then happen is China, Iran, all of the other nations would get involved and you would end up into World War III. It's pretty obvious what would happen. Next, we have this article about the defense chief saying in war, Ukraine needs to strike into its opponent's depth to attack its logistics lines, its fuel supplies, its ammunition depots, and that's part of it. I mean, just look at this guy. He does not look like the sort of man that wants peace to me. I don't know what you think. Drop a comment below. It is completely legitimate for Ukraine to be targeting Russia's depth in order to disrupt the logistics that if they weren't disrupted would directly contribute to death and carnage on Ukrainian soil. Now look, I agree that I don't like to see death and destruction in any nation, whether it's Russia, it's Ukraine, or whether it's the UK or US, or it doesn't matter where it is. I am much prefer de-escalation and peace as do most people. But once the propaganda gets going, people very quickly go towards, oh, we need a war, we need to fight and all this sort of nonsense. So again, we've just had this next article come out. Russia warns Britain for provoking Ukraine. Russia warned Britain on Tuesday that if it continued to provoke Ukraine to strike targets in Russia, then there would be an immediate proportional response. And I just want to come on to another point here, which is again, propaganda in the media saying we're, we're not doing anything wrong. Britain's not doing anything wrong by telling you know ukraine how to target russian facilities and how to blow things up and how to you know giving you the weapon of course i mean this is ridiculous let me give you an example so you understand this let's say that you live at number six that's your house you live at number six but you've got an argument with number eight you know the guy this guy at number eight and you two are arguing right and you might be fighting or whatever you're doing well there's a guy at number 10 and he comes over and he tells the guy at number eight, here's loads of petrol, here's a match. What you want to do is you want to burn that house down. That, and and you, you know, this is how you do it here. And then the guy comes and then he goes, here's the match, you do it. And then this guy burns the house down. Obviously, you can't then say, oh, well, I, I was nothing to do with it. I, I, I you know, I, yes, I gave the weapons and told him what to do and gave the match, but it was him, it was nothing to do with me. Of course, you know, the person in the house, let's say you're at number six, like I said, of course you're going to go after both of them. Why would you just say, oh no, yeah, it was definitely him. You were nothing to do with it. I mean, this is ridiculous. Surely the public are not that stupid that they can't see and understand this example here. So when the defense secretary and all these people are saying, oh, we're not involved, we're not involved, but you're arming and you're giving advice, you are involved. You're in somewhat of a proxy war with Russia already. And I'll tell you why I'm so against this for those of you who are pro. The reason I'm so against this is because I remember Iraq. I went to Iraq, okay? There's my military stuff there, my army stuff. I went to Iraq, I went to Afghanistan, and it was supposed to be, oh, weapons of mass destruction, nuclear weapons, gonna, you know, Saddam's gonna blow everyone up and all this sort of stuff. It was a lie, Tony Blair, George Bush, it was a complete lie. There were no weapons of mass destruction. But this is what politicians do. They wanna pull the public and everyone into a war that they're never gonna fight, but they'll profit from. So don't get fooled by all of this propaganda about war and we need war with Russia and all this other stuff. And then, and let's move on to this article then. Truss tells China, here we go, 
Its rise depends on playing by the rules. Why is she saying anything to China? You know, first and foremost, why is she even permitted to make these comments about China and to antagonize China? Britain, the world's sixth largest economy, is dwarfed economically and militarily by China, but believes that via soft power and strategic alliances, it can help persuade Beijing to play by the rules of a new, more dynamic international system. Let me just tell you, it can't. China's economic and military rise over the past 40 years is considered to be one of the most significant geopolitical events of recent times, alongside the 1991 fall of the Soviet Union, which ended the Cold War. But Truss said its further rise was not inevitable. Okay, do you want to uh, sort of expand on that, Truss? Explain why? No, didn't think so. Beijing has said it firmly opposes linking the war in Ukraine to its relations with Moscow, and that it will defend the rights of Chinese individuals and companies. Look, I think Beijing has been pretty clear that they are not going to get involved. They are a partner with Russia. They're the biggest, most strategic partners. They are not going to take sides with the West over Russia. It's obvious. Why then go out and try and antagonize China and try and put pressure on them? Which That's no pressure. Words are no pressure on China. They do not care. They're a very different culture. They're not like the West. You know, words in the West, people get upset because they're a lot more sensitive. In China and Russia, words don't really make that big of an impact. Okay, let me go on to the final article then here, because Martin Armstrong has covered this as well this week. He's talking about Liz Trust as well. Even The Guardian has accused Liz Trust's position as recklessly inflaming Ukraine's war to serve her own ambition. Okay, now grammatically, this sentence doesn't make much sense, but it's basically saying that uh, Liz Truss, again, is seeking some sort of conflict with Russia. Moscow has come to the realization that this is already World War III, and the comment emerging from London is that Britain will not back down until they achieve the complete victory over Moscow. Boris Johnson apparently told Zelensky not to accept any deal with Putin. There are no peacemakers among them, only warmongers. I completely agree. Now, how much do you think military spending is globally now? Here we go. Two trillion dollars. That is what they are now spending on war. Two trillion dollars. And yet they can't find funding to help our own citizens or to help people who are struggling with energy and food and all the other costs. In fact, what does the chancellor give? It gives a 5p discount on fuel, even though they're making a huge amount of profit on the increase on the taxes. Look, the governments now, these politicians are not for the citizens. And that's the whole point of a government. The politicians are there to serve the people, to serve the needs of the people. They're not. They're serving the needs of these big corporations and these huge um, uh, institutions, shall we say, the World Economic Forum and all these other, you know, nefarious groups, I would call them. That's what they're here to serve now. They're not here to serve you or I. So not a positive video today, I know, but I think it's important to cover all this stuff so that you understand what is going on and so I can just pull these articles together for you because 
if you just rely on the mainstream media, you're just going to get so much nonsense and misinformation. See, we can start using these words as well now. We can use it on the, you know, the polar opposite scale here. Misinformation from them, which is what it is. There's very little accuracy in anything they report these days. Uh, so that's it for today. I hope you got some value from it. I'll see you tomorrow for the monthly stream. Until then, take care. God bless. See you soon.